Good Times with Ed for Breakfast. And even more of the greatest hits all day. On Gippsland's Triple M. From 9 o'clock, Ellarina back behind the microphone today. Something to get excited about for what's coming your way after 9. Another thing to get excited about is heading to the Bundy, of course, uh, Bundy Hall this weekend to see the Fools in action. Uh, they're a wonderful group. 13 of them. 13! Oh, sounds like Anthony Hudson calling Buddy's goal, doesn't it, a couple of years ago? But... It is a wonderful troupe uh, that is set to rock your socks off. Beautiful venue, of course, to go and watch live music. And uh, Hayden Meggett joins us now to uh, discuss how it's all coming together for this weekend. Hey, Hayden, how are you? How are you? Good, mate. How are you, Ed? Uh, nice to catch up, my friend. Hey, um, busy as a bee. You guys touring here, there and everywhere, and it's great to have you out here in Gippsland, mate. What brings you out this way? Why, why the Bundy? Oh, because the Bundy is like one of the greatest gigs in all of Australia. <laughs> I absolutely love that place. It's a, it's unique, isn't it? It's different. And uh, speaking to, sure. to Paul and a couple of the, the people behind the scenes there, they're doing some great things uh, when it comes to refurbishments and deckings and outdoor events. And it's going to turn into a day on the green sort of establishment down the track as well. And these are the sort of places where you want to perform, where you can get a decent old crowd in and, and really rock his, each other's socks off. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's just such a great vibe. You know, they've done such an incredible job of creating a beautiful, a beautiful space for you know musicians to play in a great setting and for the audience as well. It's just, it really is a unique experience. Now, I did mention there's 13 of you. That's more than a cricket team, a soccer team, a uh, starting five in basketball. They're, like they're, Most sports teams only have a certain amount, of, and you've got more members than you can poke a stick at. Where does the creative <laughs> influence come from when you've got so many wonderful musicians on board? Well, look, it's the brainchild of Luke O'Connor, our fearless singer and, and gracious leader. Um, <laughs> Whether he likes and- it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I think it just came from a, you know, a point of he's been, you know, in, in several different original bands over his time and then sort of, sort of went aside and, and did some other stuff for a bit and had all these songs just brewing and he really wanted to, um, just bring them to life in the truest form that he could hear them without any concern for, uh, budgets or, Logistics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need roadies if there's 13 of you. I can tell you that right now. Um, no, no, that's the thing is we need about six of them. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down, though, the roles that you have. I mean, when, you, when you're in a tribe like this, a, a really great squad of musicians coming together, it, the jamming must be unbelievable. The collaborations, the ideas, it must be great to work with so many wonderful minds just to simply churn out a piece of music. Oh, it absolutely is. And, you know, that's, I think, why we all are still, you know, this is our, our passion project kind of thing. Um, because when we get together, you know, the energy that's created with, with 13 people um, is just really something to behold. Um, and everyone in the band is, like, such in, an incredible musician. Um, there's a lot of songwriters in the band as well, so there's a lot of contribution that goes on. But when the 13 of us get together, that energy, you know, we just, we're just grinning ear to ear the whole time. And to be able to sort of share that with an audience and get them to sort of feel the, the wall of energy that comes off stage is, um, is kind of what we do it for, you know. It's just, it's, it's really unbelievable. 
Hey, Maggots, join us on the show. Uh, of course, drummer for The Fools. You can catch them, of course, at the Bundy Hall this weekend. Tickets available, of course, online and uh, get along and, and have a good jam to it. Uh, is that what you want to get across to the audience, that you just mentioned that wall of energy that's coming your way? And I think from those in the audience and listening along, they're either going to be dancing or being captured by whatever's happening in various parts of, of the stage when there's so much movement going on. Well, yeah, there, there's certainly um, no shortage of, uh, of things to, to lock into uh, while you're an audience member. You know, you can, you can watch the backing singers um, dancing along and, and creating this vibe. You know, we've got three horn players that just bring bring the energy. Yeah. Um, two drummers, you know, is something to something to watch as well. It's um, you know, and there's a lot of emotion in the songs. You know, the lyrics are beautiful. Um, they're really heartfelt. You know, we've got a few a few ballads and some rockers, and yeah, it's uh, it's a really cool thing. Oh, bring it on! Hey, um, back end of the year now. I know a lot of musicians I've been talking to on the show have been tinkering uh, with COVID and albums and things like that. For you guys, has it just been focusing on just simply getting out and touring again, or have you got something up your sleeve for the back end of the year? Uh, well, we we released our our debut record um, obviously quite a lot later than planned yeah. due to the last couple of years. Um, that's called "Can't Wait Any Longer," very fitting title. Um, so we just put that out earlier this year, um, and we're already planning to get back into the studio yeah. second half of the year and 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 put out some more because uh, yeah, Luke's just prolific and has all these great songs. We want to get them out there. Was it frustrating with the delay on releasing that? Oh, incredibly! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, we um, we just sort of just got to a point where we we're like, all right, well, we can't wait for this thing to end. Um, you know, let's just uh, let's just get in and do with what we've got recorded. And um, so I I mixed a lot of it here in my home studio, um, just out of necessity, really. Um, and it came out great, and we're really happy with that. Bring it on. Hey, Hayden, we can't wait to see you live this weekend. Thanks for choosing Gippsland. Thanks for choosing the Bundy. And, uh, yeah, uh, we know we're going to be entertained in more ways than one. Travel safe and uh, bring on the entertainment. Unreal. Thanks so much, Ed. We, uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Hayden Meg out there, of course, one of the drummers. One of the drummers. Did you hear what he said? There's two drummers in there. 13-piece unit. Uh, they're set to rock your socks off, of course, this weekend uh, down at the Bundy. The name of the group is The Fools. Get along. Ed for breakfast on Gippsland's Triple M. Time to talk some cross-country running and uh, athletics. It's, it's fantastic when you're seeing youngsters really searching for their dreams. And the Australian Cross-Country Championships are set to be held in Adelaide this year, only a couple of weeks away, Saturday the 27th of August, and a wonderful contingent from the Gippsland Track Club uh, are set to compete. Craig Huffer from uh, the GTC, Gippsland Track Club, joins us now. G'day Craig, good morning to you and congratulations to you and the squad heading over. Morning Ed, thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's exciting times for the, the squad. Uh, yeah, plenty of uh, inspiration as we were talking off air with the world champs and uh, Commonwealth Games for our athletes to be inspired. So yeah, it was good Good, uh, good championships of the Victorians recently, to, and then to have six people go on to nationals. Uh, it's very exciting times. And five first-timers as well in that six, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, five first-timers. I guess uh, the last couple of years, it's uh, the postponement of nationals has um, yeah, had a few few of our athletes all fired up to uh, finally get their opportunity. And, um, yeah, six of them have really taken that opportunity. And, um, yeah, 
We'll see how it goes. Now, representation is going to be from the under-18 girls, under-16 girls, under-14 girls, uh, the under-12 girls, and, of course, uh, the 10-year boys as well. So uh, there's a really nice mixture of talent that's uh, heading along as well and uh, a great contingent of female athletes uh, that are looking to represent Gippsland. Absolutely, yeah. Um, mix of ages there, but, yeah, really big youth youth group coming through at the moment. Um, we only really launched the... Uh, the West Gippsland side of the, the program last year. So in 12 months, you know, five of those athletes are actually from the West Gippsland program. Um, so, yeah, big contingent of girls. We've got a really talented group of uh, 800, 1500 metre runners training alongside each other and, you know, they're all national level. And to be able to get a few of them, you know, the cross-country season, we kind of see that as the base fitness side of it, the nitty-gritty, the, uh, the rolling in the mud type of uh, training at this time of year for track season and uh and yeah to have five five girls representing victoria's exciting times for them oh it's really fantastic there's no doubt about that hey tell us a little bit about debbie and ada who are in the under 18 girls program uh they're they're going to be representing there the the pathway now from it starts to get a little bit serious i would think at this level and at that age group where do they go over the next couple of years? Are they looking to represent Australia? Are they looking to build a career overseas? What What are you starting to, I guess, give them when it comes to information and IP at that age group? Yeah, so with our program, we're very long-sighted, I yep. guess, from sharing my own experiences from my own career of going through from a very young age and then going all the way steps to the, to the international level and that's the same we look at we've got Alex's 10 years boys but you know it's it's alongside we want to have those elements of success along the way and I think Ada's been a real prime example of that a uh a Lee Gatha girl who's started out with us in primary school just slowly built her way up uh up the program so she's never made a nationals until this year um and it, it's it's the challenge of uh especially the female male athletes during those those pivotal years um, of trying to just keep them in the sport, making sure they're having fun and, and most of all, making sure they're, they're healthy doing it. So the long-term sight, when we're, you know, seeing youngsters, we can we can get a little bit of an element of, of their potential, but, you know, it really comes up to them. And, and for these girls, Debbie, she's previously made a national championships um, on the track and cross-country. I think her best is 14th overall in nationals and you know these girls Ada and Debbie the next few years it's a cut cutthroat sport yeah. to make it at that international level especially for the Australian team it's uh, going so strong at the moment but they're looking probably it's up to them really what they want to achieve um, but they've got potential definitely to uh, to run collegiately in America over the next few years um, and then yeah above and beyond from that who knows it's all up to them so um, yeah, we're definitely just gradually each year just stepping it up a little bit more of training and um, and keeping their eyes, you know, relatively fixed on those long-term goals along the way. Oh, and, and that's it, isn't it? I mean, the the option of uh, going over to college and that seems to be a, a wonderful pathway nowadays if you, if you don't want to go down the circuit of over to Europe and things like that. It, there's so many opportunities for these athletes, but also you've got to try and keep that passion there as well because it's such a demanding sport in a lot of ways where you've got to look after that body, but also make sure that you're peaking at the right stage as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's, you got to have that social aspect. Um, I think that's the one thing when I was growing up in Gippsland, I was just a, a boy from Newry and very much a bit of a lone wolf just training out in the uh, the bush path and at bush tracks out from the hills of Newry. So these team, Gippsland Track Club, that's one of the big reasons why I started it up to really share my share my knowledge and um, to allow those those kids to have a training group and, and be um, really have that social experience yeah. of uh, sharing those ups and downs and I think um, yeah they all they all strive off each other you know they're competitive but at the same time it's um, a little bit of a mentality Gippsland versus everybody now uh, and that's what they bring on to the track and uh, on the training training track as well. It's really interesting you say that because I think if you had a look at the Australian Aths team and the track and field side uh there was that camaraderie, everyone pushing each other, whether it be a fifth or a first or a seventh or a, uh, just simply qualifying or a PB or something along those lines. You could see that real social aspect and that team environment in those individual sports, which was quite amazing to see as well. Hey, I just want to wish Alex, Maddie, Grace, Lara, Debbie and Ada all the best and and Craig as well. You're doing a wonderful job down there at uh, the Gippsland Track Club. Uh, congratulations on getting this contingent of wonderful Gippsland athletes over to the Australian Cross Country Championships and uh, can't wait to see what results fall on the 27th of August over in Adelaide. Thanks so much, Ed, giving uh, athletics a bit of a... Highlight in, uh, in Gippsland. Thank you. Uh, Gippsland is. I'm going to give you a wrap any time. There's no doubt about that. Uh, good on you, Craig. And, and isn't it great? Pathways being created here and these young athletes on their way. So good luck, squad. Uh, do us proud. We know you will. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep you up to date with those results. Uh, 27th of August over in Adelaide, uh, the Australian Cross Country Championships. A uh, couple of first-timers there. And, uh, yeah, our biggest squad from Gippsland uh, going there, which is fantastic. Good times with Ed for breakfast. Get the show podcast on Listener on Gippsland's Triple M.